100%. The, girl, the game is so different. Uh, in what ways? Hold on. Welcome to the Stan yeah. Sports <laughs> Podcast. This is episode, I don't even remember, uh, part two with NPH Scout FA. Uh, FA, so, continue your thought. No, I was just saying. It, it's different from. It's different. Some things always stay the same, obviously. Yeah. Like, if you're good, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> people will see you. Um, but it's different now, especially with the transfer portal. So yeah. I think kids are starting to catch on now uh, in terms of being recruited and, and and really what's going on in this space right now. So with the portal, like one, guys had an extra year to come back, yeah, uh, which kind of messed things up. Yeah. And then two, um, now with that, like you, you, you got to put yourself in like the coaches' minds in the NCAA. So they're getting paid X amount of dollars, obviously, like they're trying to win right away. It's the mm-hmm. coaches' game, right? So they want to stay older. Yeah. So one, like, if you're a post grad, like you're the last like line of person they're kind of looking at. Right. And if you're coming straight out of high school, they're not even looking at you. Like they're they're gonna tell you go back to school. Yeah. So they want JUCO kids, they want D twos who have experience, or they want D one transfers. But like, why would that change now? Isn't it always the name of the game? Like the coaches want to win as many games as possible, or is it just because like I we mean, had this like blacked out year? It's the blacked out year. Yeah. It's basically free agency. Yeah. That's what it is. And you think that's affecting? Uh, so how? how it's a logjam. It's just a logjam everywhere. For some context, let's just explain to people. Um, if you haven't watched part one, definitely watch that. Uh, the first in-person podcast that we did. Um, but let's give a little context to this conversation that we had coming onto the podcast. Yes. Uh, obviously, a scout. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what have you been seeing as of late that's been affecting um, the transfer portal? Like, how, how have you seen this things shift? I mean, it, it's a waiting game for everyone. Yeah. Like, I've gone in the States a couple of times, and, and even guys who you think would have been committed earlier mm-hmm. because they're that good, they're yeah. just like, eh, kind of wait. Right. It's a ton of interest, guys just keeping tabs on, on who is who. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of that with the Canadian kids as well, too. But yeah. nobody's pulling any type of offers right now. Yeah, it's crazy because yeah. you would think with all of that gray area, there'd be a couple U sports teams that just swoop in and be like, wait, you have you would no, think so. you you have would no think offers? So. Yeah, you would, you would think so. Yeah. I think this is going to be the year where U sports takes a, a another step yeah. in terms of like like the talent pool and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like we'll talk about the combine. Like that would be a great opportunity to come right. in and really recruit. Yeah, there's some guys in the gym right now that have no offers. Have zero like, offers right now. Right yeah. next door that are... I, I spoke to a kid who actually had a couple offers coming off uh, AAU last summer. Lost them? Um, yeah. If, I mean, if, if if there isn't a coach or assistant yeah. talking to you, then yeah, you're pretty well lost. I mean, he's just Crazy. like, he heard from a couple of U sports schools and he's just like, wait, like, am I trash? Like, did I do something wrong? I'm like, no, this is just what it is right now. Yeah. Like, you can't be picky. Right. <laughs> you really can't be picky. You got to keep all your options, like, open and available. Straight up. Yeah, keep them open and available. And then there's also the other part of that where it's like, where you have, oh, shoot. Sorry, that's bugging me. Um, when you do have an offer from a school that you like, you might not have the luxury of sitting on it too no. long anymore. No, you can't. Like, I'm talking to some guys right now in, in Canada, and I'm just like, I don't know if I want to wait till April. Mm-hmm. I just want to lock it up right now. I'm just like, you know what? You should. Honestly, you should. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a FU thing for mm-hmm. these kids, though, because, like, they think their best ball is still ahead of them. And when you have these massive AAU tournaments, when you have stuff like the Combine, which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. later coming up where they can keep showing off their skills they think rightfully that once these coaches see how good i am there's gonna be more offers that come yeah. in but like 
you're also playing uh, roulette with the offers that you have okay, right now. Yeah. And, I, and I feel bad for the seniors as well, too, just because like they missed a year and a half to two years. Mm-hmm. So they're not even back to like their like apex in terms mm-hmm. of just like playing and everything. So um, I can see why from a, you know, a Division One standpoint or a post-secondary standpoint, depending on where you are, where they're just like, you know what? I don't know if he's my level yet. I might just wait two years from now. I might just keep tabs on him. Two years from now, he might be there. He might be ready to go there. Right. Yeah. It's... So you got to play the long game. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, it, it's so it's so frustrating because they've worked probably most of these kids on the better part of 10 years mm-hmm. up to this moment. And then everything's so rushed, but also very slow at the same time for them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. I, it's crazy. I, it's, a, it's a weird... I, I think it snaps back into whatever normal... Mm-hmm. like recruiting period whatever you want to call it soon enough but for now for the next like year or two I think it's, this is what you're probably yeah. see uh, Evan can you talk about your role here at MPH what is I guess your job description everyone refers to you as the guy that's working really hard behind the scenes even though <laughs> you have the, if you know if you know prom- you know yeah, if you know you know because I'm not I'm not I'm a super low-key person man that's yeah. why I don't I don't I don't go like flaunting or doing this or doing mm-hmm. that and and like no shot at anybody else who like kind of does that because yo marketing is a big part yeah. of what you have to do right in this game straight up right yeah. uh nah but i just i just like to you know form relationships behind the scenes man and just talk talk to people and kind of get their advice or, mm-hmm. and, and see and try to see what they see right. i think that's the best way to do like scouting best way to like rank people or yeah or, or just have basketball conversations right because you can't you might you might see certain things in, in one way, but you need it's it's you need people right. to you know to kind of bounce different ideas off of and, and, and perspectives. That's the only way you can really do it and and, right. and make it credible, I feel like in my opinion. So for me it's obviously the lead scout, um, just on the ground floor watching games, connecting with people, whether it be parents and families, and then now on the coaching side as well too. So uh, What do you mean on the coaching side? Like, oh, you're making connections e- on the coaching side? Yeah, you sports. Oh, I thought you were about to. to and, and then, I thought you were about to bust out FAO League. Nah, nah. No, <laughs> 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 nah, nah, nothing like that. And then, and then now it's it's like I'm, I'm trying to build a team of people, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you can't. One person. Big guess, team. A big team. One person. There's always three extra people here when I walk in yeah. and announce. Yo, I've gotten way too comfortable yeah. over at North <laughs> so second, It's literally your second yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, it's gotten bad. Like I, I just walked in today just holding a camera stuff, the tripod, walked in. Walked into the video room, took a couple chargers, started charging my batteries for the work. Yeah, but see, but this is, and I think, like, I know you're making light of it, but yo, this is the environment we kind of have here. You know, we just want basketball people to really express themselves. That's all it is at the end of the day, right? So, uh, for me now too, it's like the team aspect, and Mm -hmm. and um, yo, not one person can can tell the story of Canadian basketball, man. Whether you're scouting, whether you're video, whether you're whatever, so it's opening it up to anybody who wants to kind of come into the space, literally. Yeah, no, and what I would commend you guys on very highly is it's not exclusive to just the North Pole Hoops family. No, obviously I'm I work very close with Wes, um, who I guess is a competitor with North Pole Hoops. You guys are in the same you domain. Know, it's funny, like like people they're like, oh, you guys competitors? Like, whether, yeah. it might not even be Wes, it could be anybody because all yeah. points are doing their thing now. Theodore Chan's out here right. doing his thing. There's obviously a lot more people who want to scout, and I'm just like, no, like you need to. And I've had parents come and talk to mm-hmm. me about that. Like, yo, we need a space where, you know, the people who are scouting, like, can all talk because it makes the game better. Oh, well, Push yeah. And that's how I feel. And, that, and I also want to talk about the the stuff I work on more, too, is the, the video aspect of things mm-hmm. and content creation. And even last summer when 
I was nobody. I'm still relatively small, but like I come with my camera working for, you know, Escandi Sports at a North Pole Hoops event and no one get like it's all cool. Like anybody can get their content and anybody. No, but it's, it's the everywhere thing. When you're yeah. vis- it's a visibility kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like people understand they, they they know when they see you out there or, or you dap enough kids out there or coaches or whatever it's right. just like okay you're doing something obviously. no but yeah but like i also just like how you guys keep the door open it's not like you guys Always, brought the ladder up from behind you it's like nah. everybody's free to do their own thing you guys don't nah. burn any bridges it's about the game man at the end of the day that's what it is man. speaking yeah. of which um we just wrapped up what i would say my first prep season but that had to have been a banger right that that, banger. I, it's hard to assume that I don't think it could have gone any other way or better way. But like in terms of just like overall talent, the amount of competitive teams, again, I was ignorant coming into the season, but I've always heard Orangeville is a team. They kind of, you know, run rough shot over the competition. And then this year you had Orangeville arguably fifth. But that goes to show you just the, the level of talent we have here now. Yeah. It's not just one dominant program. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, for for Erie, this is their first year. Yeah, <laughs> their first United States. Right. Like, this is their first. now. Granted, mm-hmm. it's Canada elite roster, but like it's yeah. the first year. Like yeah. it takes a lot to really, because um, playing on on an AU circuit and playing like prep basketball is two different things. Oh yeah, especially when you have those teams like Fort Erie and I don't think United's in grind. I think United's wrapped up now, right? But like yeah. Fort Erie, especially like you have this domestic schedule, which is mm-hmm. incredibly demanding. Although I don't think they did Premier or Platinum. No, they didn't do any of So they were just OSBA grind and probably a couple of tournaments or something. A couple of tournaments. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Gravity, but, they went to Rhode Island for the MPSI. But, like, putting that together for one year in it's a year, special. it's crazy. Yeah. Especially OSBA, because OSBA yeah. doesn't just let everybody in there. Yeah. Yo, four, four years is crazy, because I remember, because we're, we're going to get into the rankings thing too. I think it's, it's super funny. Like, yeah. I, love these, I love these conversations. Because uh, <laughs> I had a lot of people come to me. But, uh, Oh yeah, but Fort Fort Erie, they didn't like people forget. Yo, they didn't start the year with Jaden Clayton too. Oh yeah, dude, I think I was <laughs> like, <laughs> they did not start the year with them, and they had a wear aware who they didn't mm-hmm. have at that point too. Um, and then he left the team, so it's like the team you saw then and the team you see now is way, 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 way different. No, um, I'm actually just trying to pull up the rankings. And was North would North Pole Hoops be the one that posted it? Or is it Northwell Hoop Scouting? Or where would I find it? I want to find those original rankings. Because at the end of the day, it shook out to be pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. But it's like, true. yo, I gave you hella crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, people had questions for me. I, I had questions for him. Yo, people, no, people had questions. People um, had questions. I remember, like, because I, I had LBA at, like, 10. And then, like, oh, LBA. my God. And, like, LBA. And I'm like, yo, LBA gets better as the season goes on. And I'm not saying LBA is, like, a world beater. Cause they're coached up very very well they're not the most talented team but like they're a tough out they won the harvard classic oh yeah yeah the thing is like the best version of them was really good it was really good really really good because you obviously have you know i'll leave this guy on you but what i mm-hmm. would consider an elite shot maker mm-hmm. like nba level not shot creation but like in terms of footwork coming off pin downs Come stuff on, like man. that camp slayman he's one of the t- he's, you know, he's one of the three to five best scores in the country right now right like hands on that's what it is yeah i'm not gonna fight you on it. <laughs> yeah it's just straight, up. straight up straight up and you have dang Jack, who's a quality big mm-hmm. quality big so it's like of course i'm gonna put them in the top 10 right um, no okay let, let me give you the circumstances on, on. so I, I have it pulled up here you had, you had london 10 yeah and um i forget when you guys put it out but there was a like a, I think a, like a preseason tournament or something at Ridley 
and I watched London versus Great Lakes. Shout out to Great Lakes, because <laughs> you, 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 the Great Lakes walks into the gym and they do not pass any sort of eye test yeah. whatsoever, respectfully. But then they play you, and they've given every team problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many they pulled out. I think they beat Burlow, which is. We'll, we'll talk about the new teams. Yeah. I think they're one of the ones that did really, really well this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave New Horizon fits. Yep. And then they nearly beat LBA in the beginning of the season. And I think I think everyone just got a headache from Great yeah. Lakes. Anyways, but that was the first time I watched Great Lakes. Like, what? And then and LBA. And you just released the rankings then. You had London 10. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, FA, like, all control delete. Like, you, that needs to go. <laughs> and then they win the Hoop 6 Classics against an undefeated OSBA team in mm-hmm. Royal Crown. So... It, yeah, uh, shout out to Steve Houston, coach at Burlock. He's always telling me that basketball math doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it sense. Doesn't make sense. It you doesn't can beat a team by 10. He's one of the smartest guys in this space, son. Yeah. It, is, it doesn't make sense. And yeah. I'm not going to report anything, but there's yeah. a... I think a coaching carousel is is, uh, is going to start showing itself mm-hmm. in the prep circuit. I mean, obviously, if you're one of the better prep coaches, just like these prep players, you want to move on. You want to move up. And... Um, not saying that Steve's going anywhere. I don't. I, think lo- I love that though. I love yeah. that though. But it's just it's, it's like, like credit to whoever is like leveling up because mm-hmm. you know you're putting in the work, right? Right. Especially, mm-hmm. I can't talk about stuff right now. But anyways, <laughs> I, I want to see. I do want to see coaching movement as well. Because, I love to see that. I mean, that certain guys deserve it, man. And Coach Tony's an, an, an anomaly in the sense that mm. he's in a very good situation where mm-hmm. it makes sense to have a long tenure coach in that position. But like, when you're in the trenches, like. You got to get results and get out too. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it's it's funny this this whole space, uh, the industry is just changing like right mm-hmm. for us, like real time. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's cool to see. It's uh, it's amazing to see because I mean, uh no, I just made a lot of good friends, uh, especially on the coaching yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, given the stuff that I do, so I want to see everybody. Uh, Keep everybody win. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk about um, the the issues with making rankings or the challenges making rankings. Um, what team did you absolutely hit right on the money? What are some things that you're like, Oy. right on the money? I would say. Let me pull it back up. I think you had United well, won, but that was at the time where that was a preseason, right? That was very early season. I think early, United yeah. had been undefeated for a little bit. At that I mean, point. they were running over everyone by like twenty thirty. Yeah. You know, I, I think you, like they were one of the two top teams. Yeah, like, no, I I, th- I think oddly enough quarterfinals or final eight onwards and uh the osba was a pretty on the nose representation of the order of the prep teams 100%. i mean i don't know if all if the top eight teams made it to the final eight but i think the top five were in there and i mm-hmm. think the top five and that's what ranked themselves according 100 100 i think uh i had orangeville ahead of crestwood and crestwood mm-hmm. came back when that game mm-hmm. sure i think they're about even yeah, um, you had Fort Erie five, which like early season. Remember, this is this is pre Leonard is an NBA prospect. You know what I mean? Type like, thing. So yeah, I mean edge at with six. No Clayton, and people like like Clayton changed the whole dynamic of mm-hmm. that team. Man. Yeah, they, he put everyone back in their proper like positions or roles. Right. You know, like a like a, a strong leading like point guard matters so much as you saw. But like it, it's a double edged sword because you had a prospect that was developing into an NBA prospect mm-hmm. largely because in, in my opinion he had the freedom he had freedom and he was making very good decisions um, as a playmaker 
Like he, he was facilitating. He was getting assists in the beginning. But it made him it made him more efficient, I feel. Yeah, like. no, it absolutely did. But like the fact that he was able to kind of put that on the back burner and allow a guy like Jaden Clayton yeah. to come in and create. Mm-hmm. And I know all these Cuz he did take a back seat yeah. a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean he started scoring more mm-hmm. um and yeah, he allowed Clayton to be a ball dominant guard, yeah. which is not everyone says always a ball dominant. Like that's 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 not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. You need someone yeah. to organize. If you're that good, that that's not it's not a bad thing. Right, and he um, doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, and the best example of that was the OSBA finals. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton wins MVP, and they, they kept, kept going, going to him to create down the stretch. You have an NBA with deferring, which I think some people see as like a weakness, or like you know he should be taking over the close games. And yeah. I think that's maturity. Yeah. I don't think wherever Leonard goes next step, if it's college, if it's whatever, if it's pro, like he has to be able to take a backseat, and he did that in a mature way. There's only a select few people who have the ball in their hands for like seven, eight, nine seconds of possession. Man. Yeah. So you better get used to it. And how many for all of them are, get used to that? <laughs> and how many of them aren't point guards? There you go. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I didn't disagree with with Clayton actually getting the MVP mm-hmm. of that game. No, I thought it was deserved. I thought I thought it was deserved. But Leonard is Leonard is Leonard. So someone's like, yeah, like, like not necessarily comparing them, but like, um, if LeBron is playing, you're always gonna give LeBron yeah. MVP, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? that kind of thing. But uh, no, Clayton definitely deserved that man. He played really, really well, and I love Clayton because um, the thing with him that people wanted to see when he came when he came back home was how how aggressive could he be scoring the basketball and could right. he shoot it? Right. And he's got so much better. Um, and maybe it's one of those things where he could always do it, but he just felt more confident in his game yeah. to really take those shots and open up the floor for everybody. Yeah. And it was a huge difference. It made a huge difference. And I don't know what kind of offers he has right now, um, but it's really frustrating to see people apply criticism based on physical attributes when you watch the games and how many double-digit plus assist games did he have in the grind session, let alone OSBA. You know what I mean? He broke the record. Like he assisted a game. Yeah, was it 16, 18, something like that? Yeah, 16 or 17, something like that. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, yes, he's he's a six-foot guard. I think he's a legit six-foot, though. I don't think he's that much smaller. He's like 5'11", six-foot. I'm six-foot. He's my height. So nah, if you're calling me 5'11", sure. I'm going to fight. Is he, huh? is he short? He's not. I think he's shorter than you, bro. You think so? Oh no! Maybe I was slouching. It's like, but I know, they all every time I walk <laughs> out of Max or a gas station, I'm six foot. <laughs> that's all I know. I look at the sign and it's like that's the six. Correct the posture and I'm I'm six. No. But anyways, um, but it does it does matter though. I, I think like measurables definitely it matter. matters. But like, but if you can play, you can play. How much proof do you need? Like he's 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 producing. Mm-hmm. How, although he did have a lot of turnovers in the OSBA finals, I thought. And that, that yeah. Yeah, a lot of turnovers. Yeah. He was gassed though. They, yeah, yeah, he was gassed in that game. Yeah, and they also like to put Lennon at the top of the little diamond press mm-hmm. there, and like he's gonna get gassed too. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta win. You gotta win. You gotta win. <laughs> Straight so, up. And they did. Shouts to them. Shouts to United. And no, the thing about United you. is like they have. Uh, is Vishan graduating this year? Not next year. Next year, and then they have the stud. Fayosa, uh, Afosa, yeah. Afosa. I mean, they're gonna come back and still be. Yeah, they still very have good two quasi starters. Vishan's a starter, you know what I mean? Like he's a starter, he, yeah. he comes off the bench, he's a starter. No, but he's a starter. Yeah, so like they're gonna have a really good chance to run it back. I, I'm interested to see uh, how he comes back next year because I know he had he had a little bit of a tough end. He had a tough game, but and the mm-hmm. ending was kind of tough too. Um, but he he seems like a kid who's like will bounce back. I think the right guidance, the right people around him and stuff, and he'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Vishan probably next week, so mm-hmm. we're going to pick his brain a bit. 
I'm going to talk to him about that. I, I want to ask him about the, the mentality he comes into games with because he likes to express himself after every basket. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk yeah. about that. But that's uh, yeah. foreshadowing to probably next week. Yeah. Um, so if there's a surprise team of the year, what you got? A surprise team of the year. Wow. For me, it's Great Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even a slight of Great Lakes. They're so well coached. But like yeah, they didn't produce at any no, no, equitable no. level. I would, yeah. but I was surprised. Shout, shout out to them though. Shout out to Great Lakes. But so. I was surprised every time I watched them play because they should be down double digits and they're up by eight yeah. heading into the fourth. Surprise team of the year. That's a great question. Could it be in a, a actually no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'll fast forward this part. I'll say crown. Real crown? Yeah, I'll they, say crown. They, yeah, undefeated in OSBA. I'll say crown. Now there was a lot of controversy because of mm-hmm. the schedule. Uh Crown, I think what I expected from Crown wasn't what I got. Right. I think that's what surprised me. I think what were you di- expecting? I, I think different guys uh, stepped up that I wasn't necessarily expecting to take mm-hmm. that step. Right. So soon or right now. Yeah. Like, I think like Mara took a step that I didn't know he had. Right. Um, and Mike Evagaru as well too. I like I, I like Mike a lot and I like his game. But he was like most games, he was their best player. Right. That was like I was like, oh okay. That mm-hmm. was that was good to see. Um I would say that. I would I would say them. And they were super deep too. Mm-hmm. To make an argument, they were the most talented team. Straight up. Like up and down the roster. Well crowned. To make the argument, yeah. You can make the argument. I'd argue with it. <laughs> yeah, you could. No, I, I was blown away by like uh but you talk about deep teams like United obviously mm-hmm. have like arguably like five star five league prospects. Yeah. Potentially coming off the bench. And then you have um they they fit together really well. And I kinda I, I kinda knew what I was getting from everyone else. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And then off the same sort of token, is there a player? that really surprised you that maybe shot up your rankings or that you ended up having to or ended up seeing yourself recommend to a lot more programs than you thought maybe you would have been heading into the year I think uh, like a big conversation I'm having right now is between um, the two-way guys mm-hmm. and Mara and uh, Ose Koji yeah I think that's like I've, I've had a lot of fun watching them yeah like mature and grow this year yeah. as players Yo, Mara's first quarter and a half or whatever it was versus Fort Erie was special, bro. Yeah. That was special. That was like, like he, he had a poster dunk. He was hot from three. He was getting to the rim. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy. Like, I, I'm i trying to think of guys who've gone like toe-to-toe with Leonard. Yeah. Uh, that was like an outbreak. I, like, I didn't, I didn't see that from anyone all year. Mm-hmm. Like, off the top of my head to actually like, kind of think about it. Um, right. And he could play both. Like, he could defend really, really well. He might be the best defender in the country, too. Right. So, he's someone I'm I'm super high on right now, for sure. Um, Osei's, like, a little bit of the same as well, too. Uh, I wish he was a little bit more aggressive because I think he's that talented. Yeah. But I mean, picking your spots on that roster, too, is tough because you have a lot of guys that are going to get their shots up. Yeah. And Cam Slaymaker, man. Yeah. That, that's where I was at. Cam... Cam I knew he was good, but I like he's really good. Yeah. He's really good, man. Really I like good. the idea that he's a plug and play guy. I think he can fit in any system. You're right. And he's gonna stretch he's the floor. He doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need the ball. Clay Thompson. <laughs> 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 
I'm not gonna go out. I mean, but it's it's if, like if, have to, if you had to compare his game, his game, yeah, like, the game you know style what I mean? is probably similar. I think then. I think D ones are super sleeping on him. I think they're they're very much sleeping on him. Okay, so yeah. if you have a guy that can score at will, mm-hmm. how much defense are you willing to trade off? Like if you're getting three every, you gotta be a passable defender, right? I, I think he can guard his position. You're right. I think he can. He's yo, he's a he's six five. He's pretty. Yeah, big. he's not small. You know, he might not be like vertically the most athletic person, right. but he's not. He's not like not getting torched defensively or anything like that. Yeah, and and that's a common criticism. I mean, most of the good good shooters in prep are, at least I test, probably not what you. Want guarding no, the and a lot of them are just standstill. Like Cam mm-hmm. is moving without it. Mm-hmm. Like again, here, like you were saying, he's not like super creative ball in hand or anything like that. But he can get to his spots, right? And he's gonna consistently knock it down, right? So, not look Cam. Okay, uh, I'm gonna take a quick two second break here just to reset the camera. Uh, and uh, we're back. Uh, okay. <laughs> What's up? Hey. Um, yeah, we were talking about Cam Slaymaker. Um, some of the most surprising players of the year. Got a couple more prep questions and then we're gonna transition to something else. Um, but like, based off the Cam Slaymaker conversation, if you were down to, and you needed a bucket, needed a bucket. Who, are you getting, who are you going to in the prep circuit? Leonard, 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 that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the clear. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's six, 10, six, bro, you can't defend him. Yeah. And it's funny because they they kept calling the carries on him over OSBA weekend, which is, which is funny. It's it's fair, yeah. but it's also funny because everybody carries. Everybody carries on every team. It's just because <laughs> he's so long mm-hmm. that it, it's yeah. just more easy to see. But nah, man, he he had that one like where he spun, got to the post, took a one legged like fade away, and oh, I was yeah. just like, Jesus Christ! Man. It's 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 <laughs> yeah. weird because like the harder shots on paper, he makes at a higher clip. Mm-hmm. I would argue. Than a spot up three or yeah. a pull up three, or like yeah. the the shots that you'd practice more often. I feel like he's more comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. I th- I think it's Leonard, and then I think there's like a gap. Yeah. <laughs> in the next tier, like I'd have Cam in that group. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, you could put Zayn in there if you wanted to. Uh, sheesh. Yeah, Chad is dating Cross. When it, when his when he's on when he's on and he's really going. He's it's more so scored. He's more scored than shooter though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's more... Uh, absolutely. So who can shoot. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so you have Leonard. Who would you want guarding Leonard in that same scenario? Now you're on the opposite bench. You need to stop Leonard. Mar- the- Mara or Osa? Yeah, that's it. No, well, I want you to pick one. Pick one? We're, we're putting you on the spot here. We got seven seconds left in the game. They call it ISO for Leonard. Who do you hope is... I'll go Osa. Yeah. I'll go with Sam. He's, he's got a seven-foot wingspan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the, I want, do we know what Leonard's wingspan is? Like, he's height is 6'11". I think it's 7'1 or 7'2". Like okay, so it's not, like, insane. No, it's not super insane. But still, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen his shot get blocked, like, just, like, taking a jumper. No, no. I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> No, because Leonard's listed at 6'11". He's, he's probably 6'10 no, and a half. 610, 6'10 mm. Okay, well, we're going to find out some real heights of some players <laughs> at the Game Speaks Combine. <laughs> Game Speaks. Coming up, I guess by the time this drops, it'll be in a couple days. Yeah. Um, Tuesday. Tell yeah. us, what is the Game Speaks Combine? What are we looking forward to? Um, 
where did it derive from? Mm-hmm. I think it has a little bit of a history, or is this the first time it's yeah. being run? Ca- like, formally? I mean, so so we we've always done uh, showcase camps, mm-hmm. uh, whether here in McMaster, U of T. Mm-hmm. I know the guys, uh, Elias, Tark, Mike. They used to travel around, obviously, like Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. so forth, BC. Um, so for me, it kind of derived from one uh, with COVID happening. I was like, okay, like we need OSB is great premiere uh platinum i'm like what's the one platform where we could house top dudes from each class literally mm-hmm. and just put them on a court because I, I was just like man i'm just watching it. i'm like guys are putting up 40 50 and i'm mm-hmm. like, is that a real 40 50 right how can i get a true evaluation of who's who mm-hmm. in that kind of setting right so i'm like okay it's the best way to do it no politics just you know straight up the best guys on one court, mm-hmm. you get your trainers and they do their thing, um, and you bring in as many basketball people as right. possible. So break down the format of it for us. So there's it's a two day event. What's day, day one? So day one, uh, skill training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to get into a little bit of classroom stuff, just watching film, breaking right. it down. Because I think that's a lot of guys don't watch film, and I do not understand. Wait, how many people are at the Game Speaks Combine? <laughs> how many what players were? Yeah, how many players? Oh, we're talking eighty to hundred. And they're all doing film. We're split up into groups. Oh, okay. Right. So you have you have yeah. So you have guys right. who might take on the film portion and then right. rotate between that. Okay. So there's like stations yeah, and so everything. Yeah. Meditating, like visualization. Right. Like these like these things are super important mm-hmm. uh, for these guys as players trying to right. grow as people and then as players on the court. I feel like uh, so you, you get that as well too. Um, there might be something where I'm speaking or, or we have a guest speaker kind of talk right. to these guys just from a mentorship kind of level as well, too. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into some competitive stuff. Um, little drills could be shooting type stuff. One V one. Maybe you get some, you know, from five, some five V five as well. Mm-hmm. And then day two, a little bit more heavier on the on the scale development side and then a straight scrimmaging and then a top prospects game. So how, how is the pro- top prospects game going to look? Like what is, what's going on so there? So it'll is be it, myself and we'll have a couple other guys who are scouting. Yeah. Just kind of going around, obviously watching. And then through the scrimmages as well to kind of pick who we feel deserve to be in that game. So there's none. We don't have it set in stone right now who's going to mm-hmm. be in there. It's like, yo, actually show up and show mm-hmm. and prove. Yeah. And if you deserve to be in the game, you'll be in the game. That's it. I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I can put you on the spot any more than this. <laughs> I don't know about that. So like if a top prospect mm-hmm. dogs it on day one. Are we gonna not invite him to day two? No, you don't deserve to be there. You don't deserve to be there. Right. So the, the, your season goes out the door. No. It's tough. If some if someone comes to the to the camp and they show that they deserve that spot more than that person, right? Like I don't I don't want like, and that was the point of it anyways. I'm not inviting anyone to come and just dog it. It's not an right. all star. It's not an all star game setting. It's an actual like it's a real camp. Like I want yeah. competitive. You know, doggy dog kind of stuff. Like that's what yeah. I wanted. You know, so no, do not come in here and like literally just dog it. Like, right. like nah, because you won't get picked. Right. And then I'm not gonna feel sorry about it, to be honest. And mm-hmm. nobody else who's picking guys is gonna feel sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real test because there's sure. there's gonna be some big big names there. But um, it's not a disrespecting. I think these guys not. need to carry on that mentality anywhere you go. It's like no, but like I feel like you that'll just add to the camp, right? Like, look, this guy was doing all this during the year but they dogged it on day one they didn't pay attention or they didn't try it so we didn't invite him back that'll open the door for straight up yeah because y- you can mm-hmm. make a ranking based on the list right now and be like these are the people i think are gonna be there 
But if you're not doing that and you're just taking these were the 12 or whatever 24 best players of the weekend, 100%. I think that's more intriguing to me. So, um, also a major part of it is that you guys are gonna be live streaming both days or just the second day? No, I'm just gonna live stream the second day. Okay. So the scrimmages and then the top process game. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live stream and then I know that I've been a ton of questions about like coaches, um, anyone that I speak to, which is right. a lot of people. Yeah. We're sending out the tape to everyone. Right. I think I saw the school list. You guys posted the school list. How many schools uh, are getting the link? To the, do you do you have the number? Or is it just like off the top of my head? It was like ninety to one hundred. Yeah. Something like that. So, and these are a mixture of U Sports and D1, or is this D1, or what do you think? Mixture of U Sports. There might be some U Sports guys in the building, anyways, but D1, right. uh, some D2s I speak to, JUCOs as well, too. So, you're going to have a full house inside and virtually watching uh, the showcase. Uh, what has to happen in your mind for this to be deemed a successful Gabe Speaks Combine? Great question. I think the guys show up and play straight right. up. Because it, it comes down, we can do as part as organizers and people mm-hmm. just like making, you know, the, the glitz and the, right. you know, players got to show up, man, and right. play straight up. This is kind of like your Super Bowl in a way, because behind the scenes, <laughs> you're talking to all these coaches and scouts and you're saying, hey, but look. that's what it's about. That's that's what if guys, if the guys show up. Right. And people leave and they get interest from schools and right. people watching. It's like, oh, that kid really yeah, stood out. Yeah, undoubtedly. It's, it's a su- success for us. Yeah, yeah. But I know you're a selfless person, but let's think a little bit selfishly here. You are constantly talking to coaches and scouts and or coaches and, you know, organizations about these players that you've seen throughout the year. These players then come through your doors and do the showcase. Mm-hmm. You got to admit, it'll be a good luck if this, your recommendations yeah. are starting to hook yeah. out. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Look at this it, comes, it, comes, it, comes, it comes with the job. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it comes yeah. with the job. That's why I behind wanted the to scenes, <laughs> Behind the scenes, for, he doesn't like the... To think uh, that way no nah, man i don't i don't i don't toot my heart like that yeah. <laughs> no i just you know i'm just honestly i'm happy that uh through the year i just connect with a lot of different right. people and they're like yo like we really mess with you we mm-hmm. want to support mm-hmm. like i want to come pull up right and i want to hoop right that means the most to me more than anything you know what i mean right give me a name under the radar that you think can uh maybe make some noise this weekend one of my favorite guys, because he's playing in our showcase league, yeah. right now, is Jaheim Merrifield. I, I like yeah. him a lot. I like Jaheim oh, a lot. Oh, that's a deep cut. That's because he's yeah. he played a little bit for mm-hmm. for Burlough North. Didn't really do the prep season. He, was nah, a he didn't do the prep guy. season. He just so went you guys had him in house a lot this year. Yeah, yeah. So he's leading our, our showcase league and in, in, in scoring right now. So yeah, I mean, he's not gonna. Lie. He's a prep player. He's a prep player, straight up. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a few. There's a few guys. He'd be getting like real minutes on some teams, right? So. Like he's not gonna wow you physically, but he's he's a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and I like I like dogs. So yeah, it's he's one of my favorite. It's guys. funny because obviously him and Isaiah McCray are cut from the same Burlock cloth, mm-hmm. and they have similar mm-hmm. play styles. In my opinion, I think if you want to keep it Burlock wise, to Josh Mukandilla, because I I yeah. didn't see him all year. Nobody saw him. Nobody saw him. But during the summer, he looked really. Yeah. Like, he looked like he could be really good. I think I want to see him in that environment as yeah. well too. Um, Boston Harker coming. Yeah. He's coming from Calgary. You know what I mean? So oh, let's go. And I think I think he's going to do well in this kind of environment too. Where right. It's up and down. It's just you know, kind yeah. of, I, th- I think he's going to do some impressive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's a lot of guys. I'm looking forward to seeing. You know. If you follow me on Twitter, yeah. you'll know that I'm excited to see SK 
from Oakville Prep. Your guy, yes, he, yes. I've seen some tape my, of him. He look, yeah. he looks really good. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. Um, he's been tagging me a lot on Twitter and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's yeah. trying, he's trying to let his game I speak. See Dustin, Dustin McTaggart, he's, he's, you know. <laughs> I I shout out Dustin, man. Shout Dustin. out Dustin, he's pushing his guys too, and um, Elijah Mahi too. Uh, I'm familiar. So he's, he graduates this year. Mm-hmm. He's, at, he's at Potter's house in Florida right now. Oh, okay. uh, he used to be with Bill Crothers. He's six six, okay. uh, guard, mm-hmm. a little bit of a bigger body, but he could score this shit out of ball as well. Yeah, bleep that out. I'm uh, not bleeping that out. There you go. I'm right. sending it right to Tark too. Yeah, he could he, he could score this shit out the ball. He could shoot it. I mean, there's I don't think there's anything he can't do offensively. Mm-hmm. To be honest, really good size. So uh, he's coming back, that, and that's what I love too. These guys who are coming back from the states, like they're March break. They're like, yo, I want to come, and I'm just right. like, perfect. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and let's uh, clear up one misconception before we uh, wrap it up. Went a little longer than uh, we expected. That's all good. But we're heading into the rep season. The, um, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff's going to be held at the playground. NPH is in the playground. Give these rep players a vote of confidence. You just recommend that one of your underdogs is going to be a guy that just only played rep all season. Yeah. So I just kind of want you to give a shout-out to them. Be like, 100%. at Bay's in the gym. He watches rep. There is an avenue yeah. from rep. I'm going you to go. be in the gym. My <laughs> team will be in the gym. This is the thing about these guys have to understand too. Like everyone's, old. there's always somebody watching. Like you're going to hear from somewhere like, yo, this kid did this, this kid did that. You need to check him out. You need to invite him mm-hmm. to the combine. Right. You know, I have people who are out there, you know, doing their thing and they're watching and evaluating right. as well too. So, yo, pull up, man. Don't, don't, don't act too big for this, too big for that. Or it's like, ah, eh, no, like, yo, straight up, come hoop. I, I was thinking the opposite yeah. way, honestly, because it's like, I think there's a lot of guys that don't get to play prep, probably largely due to the money situation. Mm-hmm. That, that so, too. That's I, that's a great point. That's a great point too. So like, like, that I mean, not everyone's path is the same. Right. Sure. And I think we, we talked about that literally the yeah. first time we did the podcast. Like, <laughs> you know, some guys might not want to play prep, but you can yeah. play the showcase league, and I'm gonna be here every weekend. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, know, so so yeah, it's it's not prep be all end all. I'm sure it's gonna. It, it's definitely trending towards that way, but they're still time no we can't get it twisted though prep prep is still prep, prep i is, guess it's, it's this year was a little bit different prep, yeah um because you know, we always talk about it being yeah. watered down and this and that but no prep is still like the highest level form of high school basketball you can play we can't get it twisted right but there is different avenues right yeah. anyways fa thank you for coming on uh part three i'm sure is inevitably coming in the future uh, I'll link up with you soon. Probably yeah, end yeah, of summer. See how the, the NPH league goes. Definitely. Oh, I'm definitely. so excited, dude. Especially give, give me a Burlow team against uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. any other Halton team. 100%. Get the fireworks going. Yeah, so that CNIT is coming up this summer as well, too. Definitely mm-hmm. stay on the look for that. Um, this summer is going to be crazy for Hoops, man. Between AAU, what we got going on over here, yeah. Jane and Finch, uh, Hoops is, I can see everyone's just trying to take it to another level right. right now. So I'm excited for it. Well, you'll find me right here stealing your guys' water bottles and chargers hey, and stuff like hey, that. Hey, man. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to anybody, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. See ya.